Come on, A.D., urged his brother, now stooped over something on the ground. He waved the mobile at it and shook his head. No, not here. Hurry up. Aidan trotted quickly to catch up, then remembered his grandmother. He turned to check she was still in sight. She was some way behind. He waved at her, and she waved back, her hands beckoning him to return to her, huge sweeping gestures that were unmistakable. Her mouth opened and closed, but he couldn't catch her words. She waved her hands more agitatedly, but Aidan wasn't going to return to her. He hadn't found snake, owl, fox, or the gruffalo yet. He scampered in the direction his brother had taken. The path twisted and turned between trees, and suddenly Aidan came across a clear footprint. It was huge. How could Kyle have missed it? It must belong to the gruffalo. He concentrated on looking for more prints and a marker point. The gruffalo would be there. He found another large footprint and spun around, desperate to find Kyle and the mobile phone that would allow them to bring the creature to life. His brother had disappeared, and Aidan had wandered further into the woods than he intended. He couldn't spot the trail they'd been on. He turned and tried to retrace his steps, but ended up completely lost. Black clouds that scurried across the sky suddenly turned day in the direction of night. Kyle, he called. There was no reply. He brushed through the undergrowth and startled a bird that chattered angrily at him, making him jump. Kyle, he said again, this time more uncertain of himself. The woods didn't seem to be quite as friendly. He began to shake with cold and anxiety. There were no markers here, the big arrows he'd been told to follow. Then he remembered the gruffalo was friendly and would help him find his way out of the woods. He just had to find it. He stumbled on in the gloom, nudging past some tall ferns and a few trees. All the while, he clutched his activity bag to his chest. He could hear rustling ahead, and then he saw feet, feet and legs. The gruffalo was hiding under a bush, near a clearing. Hello, he whispered. The gruffalo didn't answer or move. Aidan wondered if maybe he was angry for some reason, or playing hide and seek. The wind moaned quietly through the trees, frightening Aidan, now suddenly anxious that the gruffalo would leap out and try to scare him. Kyle sometimes did that, and Aidan hated it. He wanted to go home. He backed away from the bush and further into the clearing, and when he turned, there in front of him was a car, a red car exactly like Mummy's. Mummy had come to find him. He trotted up to it and stood on tiptoe to let Mummy see him. He wondered if Kyle was already inside. He tapped on the window and pressed his face against it. For a moment, his mind couldn't process what he was seeing. This wasn't Mummy's car. It belonged to a man. A man with his swollen tongue hanging from his mouth, 
and red-feigned eyes wide open, staring at Aiden. The activity bag tumbled to the ground. Cards, ruler, and magnifying glass spilled out. Aiden let out a terrible wail and began to call desperately for his grandmother. <laughs>